0: What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode 284. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And I'm here with Adam. And this week, we got a creature feature? A double feature? <laughs> we got feature.
1: all kinds of shit, yeah. We, we got, got a double feature. We got a little
2: cornucopia, a cornucopia of entertainment to cover.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've got not only Clerks and Werewolf by Night, but the season finale of She-Hulk... And the newest episode of Andor. we got an action packed episode.
2: Yeah, I mean the house is packed, man.
1: So here's what I'm gonna suggest. All right. Let's go in on She-Hulk and Andor first.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Let's um, go
1: ahead and get that out of the way.
2: Yeah, because I wasn't sure how we were gonna try to tackle this piece. Like we we haven't had a real mountain of content like this probably ever.
1: Nah, dude. Well, Not since Justice League Snyder Cut. <laughs> it's well, kind of like watching that again, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's made by a very schizophrenic filmmaker. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: But uh she we Hulk. got the the yeah, the the season finale of She Hulk come in, man, and I don't know what I was expecting to happen. Wasn't that but it was not it was, <laughs> well, it was, not like good. It was
0: half of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, everything that was leading yeah. up to it was like, oh, yeah, I got the blood. Here we go. Oh, it's the rich guy. Okay. Yeah. And then she leaves. She pops through the fucking Disney Plus menu. Yeah, right. Dude, When that popped up, I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, yeah, here. I thought my shit was fucking <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, I didn't hit fucking home.
2: Well, yeah. I, well, once I heard her voice in my mind, I was like, oh, I, I see you, Disney Plus. Yeah. Clever.
1: So, the whole time that this segment was happening, the only thing that I could think was Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe.
3: Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm.
1: So, I think that, like, this episode opens up a lot of implications as to what could be there.
2: Well, for me, it's just, um... It's just, like... How, I just... What I took the most out of it was like, man, if they're doing this with She-Hulk, I cannot wait till they give Ryan Reynolds free range. Yeah, to break the fourth wall and the the you know the levels of meta or weirdness that that they can go down with with that. I was like, that's gonna be awesome.
1: Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> she wanted an audience with Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, she got one. Yeah, right.
1: I think it was very clever how they how they kind of played into that whole thing as it being a machine and, yeah. it, you know, it using the same tropes and everything. And I really liked how they kind of fed into that whole machine that they were talking about there. And it was clever. It was very well done um, in a lot of ways. I do like the fact that, you know, Feige was a robot. He was an artificial intelligence. The algorithm. Yeah, that was working on all this shit. Like that was funny, and I think it's interesting because she left her world, essentially, went into an alternate, a parallel dimension. Behold kind of. the
2: fourth wall.
1: Yes, and then like <laughs> she didn't
2: break it; she held yeah. it, or smashed it.
1: Yeah, <sighs> and then the, this parallel dimension is like kind of like our reality, but different enough so that if they start killing people in that, it's okay, you know so i i thought that that was very cleverly done and i wonder i wonder how if because we don't see what happens we don't see wow. the culmination of the action sequence play out we just cut back to like dude's getting arrested abomination's going back to prison um hulk's not there anymore it's daytime you know daredevil just fucking falls out of the sky he did <laughs>
2: which was funny. I, yeah. I, you know, I, the way that they handled this episode, I, that's honestly what I was hoping the entire season would be. Yeah, I mean for sure. I mean, not on such a like a like, you know, the whole thing where she's constantly, you know, going to five oh, years or something like that. Yeah, but but just in terms of just strangeness and oddity. Yeah because you know she was constantly breaking the fourth wall throughout the show I know that but it was it wasn't anything like that
1: no and now like breaking the fourth wall in and of itself is a trope right
0: it, so
2: I still think it's 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 becoming it's going to slowly become more and and more prevalent as you know as we get more deadpool content and obviously now with she-hulk but, honestly, fourth wall breaking, it's still a niche narrative tool, I would say, outside of just your typical movie where, you know, it, it's a fourth wall break where the, it's more or less just narration, yeah. more so than a fourth wall, you know?
1: Right. And but to but, me, I,
2: but I agree, though. It, I, I think it's definitely headed that way.
1: Yeah. Because I see that fourth wall breaking is going to take the place of time travel. Because, like you have Some people, got to
2: yeah
1: yeah exactly you've got the people who've done the fourth wall break very very well and those are the people that everybody looks up to and then it's like time travel you had back to the future which is like the pinnacle of time travel films and then it went a decent amount of time where there were some films that had time travel some that didn't but it wasn't done to the extent that back to the future did it then you have movies coming out now that's like Every one, if it's not an action Marvel or DC comic movie, it has something to do with time and time travel. In some capacity, it feels like.
2: Yeah. So and, and, and even to the point, to add to what you're saying with Back to the Future, uh, so much so that when Marvel did meddle with time traveling, they had to constantly remind the audience, hey, Back to the Future laws aren't applying here. We yeah. can go change shit and things in the future are just fine. Yeah, you can Whereas, talk to yourself. Yeah, like so I mean, I guess I guess just to underline just how significant Back to the Future laid the groundwork for how an audience understands time travel in a film, whether it's completely fictitious and impossible or not, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure, yeah. But I mean, She Hulk had kind of a roller coaster of reception, I would say, you know for me personally some of the episodes were good some of the episodes were not so good um you know we talked about it a couple of weeks back where it's like something it's got to be building to something and like i feel like sitting down and watching the series as a whole now knowing what i know i feel like it would be less impactful but also more impactful to a certain degree because it did build the, the culmination of everything just not in the way that you were expecting it to and I really like that they kind of pulled the rug out from under you.
4: I,
2: I I agree with the the rug pulling for sure, and I think that what they 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 I think they kind of laid the groundwork for what we've been collectively talking about for some time. You know, we're 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 obviously going to get that street level hero. The formula, you know, plot line, the the plot line is going to go. Yeah. Uh, with her and Daredevil, obviously. Um. I uh, I don't know if y'all want necessarily jump into it just yet, but the matter of Scar making an appearance,
1: yeah, that was very um, unexpected.
2: I think it. I think his appearance. I, and once again, it could just be played for laughs, but I think it's keeping in with the trope that I brought up a while back, <clears throat> where they're bringing all these children in. Yeah. They're bringing in kids. They're giving people skin in the game to present the moral quandary of whether to kill Kang as a child, right? And I think having all most of these heroes having some sort of guardianship or parental guidance over either another hero or their own uh, blood, you know, child or whatever. I think it it builds to that. And then I also think that with Scar showing up, we now have three Hulks. Yes. And I genuinely believe that throughout, like something that we haven't seen, only like it's alluded to in She-Hulk. Um, I'm 100% convinced that we are building up to a World War Hulk event. Uh, I think it's... I think it's a lot of stuff coming full circle because with Hulk being the original villain of the Avengers before it got rewrote, and they decided to to option for Loki, um, it was gonna be the Avengers containing the Hulk, yeah. And you know, wh- Lord knows how the final act would have become of that movie. But yeah, needless to say, I think they're gonna revisit it now. With a larger set piece, larger setting, uh, a grander story to tell, yeah. in terms of being able to utilize the catalog of characters that they've established.
1: Yeah, um, well,
2: I just wasn't can't. That... I, I just can't help but think that one of them's going to get off. And when one of them do, it's going to set Banner to undo all of the stuff that he made of. You know that that they spent a good time with him explaining to. She-Hulk at the in the very
0: first episode.
1: Yeah. Well, wasn't there a Hulk villain that was Hulk that traveled to different realities to kill Hulk? Ah. Uh, I was thinking that there was a seems, version of Hulk
4: that did this. It seems possible. Um My mind's blank right now, cause it's it's
2: cause I'm fully, <clears throat> like I said, I've been toiling over the ways of how they they could build into to, to World War Hulk. But I think that if anything, you know how we kind of got a little bit of Planet Hulk references in Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Well, part of me feels like Hulk went to like 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 so in the timeline of She Hulk. They're going down the road, Sakaar and ship shows up, causes the wreck, causes her to become she Hulk. I think off camera, Hulk tracked down what the ship was, saw that it was Sakaar and realized what the fuck's going what you know what could be going on there. He, he goes to Saqkar, sees that he's had a child as the Hulk. All this different stuff. I think the actual events of World War Hulk were going not World War, but Planet Hulk were going on while She-Hulk was happening. Because it would uh, make sense that, because cause, cause you got to remember something too. I know with Smart Hulk, you know, he made a big point to be like, I merged the two together. I got the brains and the brawn and the blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, the, 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 big, the big line of introduction for the Hulk and the Avengers was when he looks at Cap and goes, that's my secret. I'm always angry and I would not be surprised if in order like maybe there's more to what's going on in Hulk than just oh he's smart Hulk like what if there is an immortal Hulk thing going on where Hulk is in the recess of his mind being like dude I'm about to get out of here and I ain't letting you have control over shit anymore like you're done and maybe it's a way of him being like well if I go over here and figure out what's going on I'll let you come forward and I point you like a cannon and you get the work done. Because yeah. even in end game, Hulk becomes a pacifist. He's not really I mean he he'll he'll still fight and everything, but he's not the rage machine that the Hulk is. Right. So, I mean I don't know. I could I mean I could I could stretch this out the whole episode, so I'll c I'll cut it short there. But I do think He's went to Sakar, he's laid waste to it, he got his kid back, they've come back to Earth, and it's set up for more character development and time with Bruce being around these characters to where, you know, I think Kang's gonna kill a lot of characters when he shows up, and if he don't, then Doctor Doom and whatever the build-up in Secret Wars will.
1: Yeah it's going to be interesting faux show. Sure. But yeah, for, as far as she hulks concerned, I, I do like the way that they ended it. And it makes me interested to see if now that they've kind of got that initial weirdness, if they're going to continue that trajectory with the next season, or if they're going to tone it down and only take it there when it needs, you know, when it absolutely positively needs to go there. Like, instead of her superpowers being the Hulk-esque powers, her superpowers would be getting what she wants by breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like... Hulk lawyer. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of my concern with it. But pleasantly surprised. Had its ups and downs. Wasn't as good as some of the other series for sure. Um... But it wasn't a complete letdown like I thought it was going to, like it could have potentially have been. I tried I to keep an open mind, you know.
4: Yeah, it, it was, <clears throat>
2: granted this show and the next one we'll be moving on to in a little bit. These were the two of, of of the stuff tonight. These were the two that was hardest for me to hang on, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, And and I I do, th- I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think the finale absolutely saved the show.
0: Oh, it's just so it different. Yeah. yeah. And that intro, man, gotta give a shout out for the, Oh, that the retro, awesome. the yeah.
2: retro. Dude, they cool. even went as far as to cast like a human to be the She-Hulk. Like I yeah. was, you know, like, yeah. like, and I, I was wondering if we would ever get something like that. And, and seeing that, that, that that just brought that brought that gave me a, a a a happy a happy smile, you know. Yeah. Like
0: thanks thanks for doing that, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah,
1: I appreciate you. That's one of the things I appreciate you about you, you know.
0: <laughs> the, fucking, the meta that episode was so meta. Facebook called it was like, hey, you yeah, know? what are you doing about it?
2: <laughs> Suddenly, Facebook sounds like Butcher from the Boys.
0: That cunt's gotta go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> still the best last ending like line of dialogue in a show
1: <laughs> but uh Andor let's go Andor. ahead and knock that out
0: Yeah, and snore is what I've been calling it well this was the most action packed episode but it did take a minute to even get into it it was like yeah, I thought it was going to trail out for another one I was like come on man like, I know, yeah I
2: know Like, I almost picked up a bag and started walking in place just to try to immerse myself in the show.
1: It was was better than what we have got before, but, like, they built up... This is the problem, right? This is the problem with Andor. They built up all of that plot development at the very beginning of the series with these people on that planet that we haven't seen since that, what, third episode? Mm Mm-hmm and now we've moved on to other stuff and we've had two and a piece of an episode. Well, yeah, actually one and a piece of an episode to, to start to feel some kind of way about these people. And I just don't care about even the kid that's like writing in the book. That's like, Oh, it's, you know, about philosophy. Don't care. You know what I'm saying? Don't care. Doesn't make a shit to me. Don't care. Um, and then like they start dropping like flies, and I'm like, don't care, you yeah. know. Andor's the only reason that we're here, and we know that nothing's going to happen to this dude because it's a prequel, you know.
2: And and that's it. You would think that a misstep like that, when you're making a show that is a prequel, yeah, you would think a, a misstep like that would have been caught early on in the writing room, where it's like, hey man, how how do we make an audience? give a shit about a character that's in very high stakes situations. Yeah. While knowing
0: that this character will see it through the end.
1: Yeah. It just, it's almost impossible, right? Normally
0: you would try to, you got to make people care about the people around him. Yeah. But they're not doing that. It's like, we barely know these people. And,
2: and you know, the prospect of Disney star Wars, uh, you, you, you've read you we've covered it and touched on it in in a lot of articles but they how they they want to distance themselves from the skywalker saga if this
4: is the, the 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 first step in that direction i don't want it guys well i mean i think here's what i think about this i think that
1: there is some foundation that could have been built off of a series about this one character that we already know the character's fate and everything, where pulling fucking Star Wars heists, right? Like, the, that idea of pulling Star Wars-level heists is fascinating, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But all the other shit, like, they needed to assemble a team early on in the first episode, like they did in Rogue One, and it should have been following this team from heist to heist to heist that, in, that inevitably led them to the Rogue One story. That's what they should have done, in my opinion.
4: Hmm.
1: Like, they they dropped the ball in a massive way.
4: Well, I mean, and
2: not that the idea of Star Wars-level heist is not, is not entertaining, but when I think of that, I immediately think, I don't want to see anybody else doing that shit behind Solo. Like that's the, that's an interesting. That's the that's stories for him. You know.
0: Yeah. What a great show. Not necessarily,
2: not necessarily him doing the heist, but like have it to where think Baby Driver in a galaxy far, far away.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like
2: he's taking the Falcon. He's got these team of people, and it's like okay, like he's the getaway guy. Yeah, I'm down for that. You know. Yeah. And, you know, all of this, like, there's already so many things set up post Skywalker that are already out there that tell a grander story, that it could be made intimate if one wanted to, but, you know, instead of a Thrawn show that could have explained why the fuck Ahsoka was looking for him in the Mandalorian, or doing any of these other things like that, They want to tell us a story about Cassian Andor. Cassian Andor, as as Skarsgård says it. And it just feels like it's... There's plenty to tell, but there's some stories that's like, man, that could have been a line of dialogue, really.
1: Yeah, right.
2: Because I feel like with the setups that they've done for the end of of Mandalorian Season 2, you know... Granted, we don't have to have a Luke Skywalker episode every fucking second. Like the 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 finale was great. We got the moment. We got the cameo. That's cool. We got him running back to the woods. Yeah, back to the adventures of Mando and Grogu, though. You know. And if you're gonna set up something as as big in scope as Ahsoka and Thrawn, then give us a Thrawn show. Give us his backstory show yeah. him filling in the void the power vacuum of Palpatine show us why he wasn't there during uh the battle of Yavin yeah or any of that stuff have it to where he's out in the you know and really really build him up as the next big bad as yeah. a, as the next Thanos cuz if we're going by by you know the patchwork stuff they're they're pulling from the uh the discontinued continuity um, that's exactly what it is. Thrawn is the next threat. He's the one that everyone's got to rally up and stop because he's gonna, you know, he 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 more or less takes control of a you know a remnant. He, he he's what the for- first order was gonna
0: become. Yeah.
2: And so, I wonder how. I wonder if that's what they're ha- they're coming with the problem with is that they're like, how do we, how do we have that. Gap where the empire becomes the first order, yeah. And you know, it, this that alone is a setting that I want to see explored more instead of something taking place long before the greater chunk of the narrative has already happened,
0: yeah. Like, I'm interested cool. in this guards guard stuff there. I'm like, what's happening there? What's going on in the senate, yeah, you know. Oh yeah, because that's kind I mean, of cool, hell, But well, if you well, I mean, stuff. yeah,
2: because in the first three movies, I, we were in that senate a fuck ton, so the political intrigue would be great
0: too. Yeah, man. Yeah, and there's dirty politicians and yeah. I mean, they stole eighty Puffets. million credits or whatever. I mean, gold. It looked like gold to me. I don't. I don't yeah, I never right. seen gold rolled up like that. It looked like they used coin. You know that little.
1: Yeah, the rolling I'm the, like, what the
0: fuck is <laughs> this?
2: need to. we need to... when you say the crooked politicians I start thinking of Shane McMahon's entrance theme in WWF Don't money. No, the one before it is like uh, the no chance. So that's what you got. Like I want to put that over a montage of Yoda and Palpatine fighting in the Senate in episode 3 where they're just slowly rising up out of the center. <laughs> and it's Amazing. just like cuz you've got no chance. Papatine's throwing fucking Senate chairs at him.
4: Yoda's like, I'm little, but I'm strong. Throwing them back. Like,
1: I mean, but it was the best episode so far though. I mean, like the action, yeah. the way that they executed the heist and everything was really cool. Him getting in that ship and he's like, we're not going to be able to go fast enough. And he's like, I mean, even like how the episode came to a culmination where, that dude's like, we can just fucking take the you money, know why man. why I made him
0: mad? Because that motherfucker's been th- questioning him the whole <laughs> yeah. goddamn time. And when yeah. he was pressed, you know, why yeah. he was acting that way, he used fucking Andor's story. Yeah. He said, brother. Andor lost his sister because of these motherfuckers. Like, yeah. he's actually, you know, he hates them. Yeah. But that motherfucker used his story. He was like, I made that. That shit ain't real, dude. Yeah. I'm a fucking thief. Instant dead. Yeah.
1: Without even thinking twice. Yeah. I
0: was not expecting that shit. No, nah, I was it. like, no. you're going to have to do something here, dude. Cause like, if you're not going to be yeah. in on this, I, at first I thought it was a test. I did too. Yeah, I was like, Oh, if you say, yeah, he's going like, to, I knew you were a fucking piece of shit, but
2: it bums me out. Cause the show is very well made. Well, well, see, that's the thing, level. dude. The show looks so good, man. I can't believe the they threw great. all
0: that money at this story. Yeah. But there's I mean, so many others. Like, the think of that. Remember, like, doing the Knights of the Old Republic, like Game of Thrones style.
3: Yeah, oh, right. I yeah, mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. I mean.
0: Uh, and, and this dude, might and lead up to something. I mean, they've already and, greenlit 24 episodes, so clearly they've got. And. I know Something I know in we, mind.
2: I know we've got mutual friends that have brought up Knights of the Old Republic. Enough to uh, so much to say that like Disney should be well aware by now that if they slap Knights of the Old Republic on anything, it's gonna be a moneymaker.
3: Yeah, right. People
2: people want live action Knights of the Old Republic
4: so bad they can't stand it.
3: Yeah.
1: So but it was cool the like the meteor shower thing, the eye, that yeah. was cool as fuck. Like
0: that meteor shower was cool.
1: Yeah. So now like after this has happened, you know, this was supposed to be one of the things that kind of sparked the the repo, the resistance, right? This was supposed to that was the implications of this was like this is supposed to be used to, to kind of fund that stuff and also this happening. Was a huge blow. Like, yeah, it's a huge blow, and it's also like a stand was. Uh, this aggression will not stand, man. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> so.
2: The dude abided. Right?
1: Yeah, but um, but I'm curious to see where the story goes now because it could be balls out action nonstop from now till the end, and they could turn it around, and it could be one of the greatest Star Wars stories that we've ever wanted. But based off of these first couple of episodes, it's been oh rough.
2: I've still got my doubts, man. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I do too. That I was mean, I the know,
0: mid-season finale.
4: Yeah. Oh, so is there going to be a is there going to be a a, a a wait period? No.
0: <laughs> no, they just built up <laughs> just six amazing. episodes to that. Oh, uh,
4: I, I I I guess it's because
0: now we got six more to the
2: yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, Walking Dead, Doctor Who, all them yeah. shows, it's like, we're going to break it off in the middle, man. Let you chew on that wowsy of a finale, you know, where it's like, dude, mm-hmm. open the door, cut to black.
3: Yeah.
0: And all this build up with these people. And then at the end, he's like, I'm out. And it's like, where are you going? Like, yeah. there's stuff <laughs> happening, dude. He's done with it. I'll
3: dude. take my mode.
2: I, I, I wish you could come out of a sliding door on set, Adam, and that's what you say. You go, what are you doing? Yeah, where like, are you going? <laughs> Why are you why are you fucking leaving? We're just the stove just got hot. We're about to cook.
3: <laughs> Do it. But, but, but
2: uh, I, I I'll finish the episode and I'll get back with y'all next week, but yeah, dude, I fell asleep straight up.
1: <sighs> I mean, it was it was a good episode for what it was.
4: Yeah. Um but you know, we got room to grow, so we'll see. But, Werewolf by Night. Wow, oh, man! Now we get to the good, the real
2: good. Holy shit, dude! Uh, I want a bloodstone now.
1: Yeah, can right. I get it. How <laughs> Castlevania was this shit?
2: Well, I've never watched something so gruesome and had such a good time with it.
1: Yeah, right.
2: Um. I love that they didn't explain shit, really. No, you're just there. Uh, they were like, here are all these fucks. We hunt monsters. Because, see, I've never read Werewolf by Night. I'm aware that it's a source origin for Moon Knight, maybe.
1: Yeah, his first appearance.
2: But, I mean, Werewolf by Night was always something I kind of over, like looked over just because I'm like, Werewolf by Night? Huh. I've read Cycle of the Werewolf. Can't be that different. Boy, was yeah. I wrong. But I enjoyed it. So it, this was a, a thing where I went in cold. I had no knowledge of the source material.
0: Well,
3: and how yeah.
0: dark Disney was willing to go with it. Yeah. Throat cutting.
2: Shit. Axe uh, in the head. Yeah, let's talk about that uh, werewolf sequence where he's he's just going off on them. And every other slash to the face, you know, you get blood splattering on the that screen. Was cool. and that was, yeah, like his little ho- the werewolf hallway scene, as we'll call it. Yeah. Uh just a one shot take, camera kinda zooming in slowly. You see the werewolf going ham. Uh yeah, dude. I dug it, man. I dug it a lot.
1: Yeah, same. I mean, I was pleasant and everybody, you know, leading up to it was was watching it, was like, dude, this is fucking incredible, man. And I was I was trying not to let my expectations get too high. Same. Um, but whenever Whenever it went off, I was just like, "God damn, that was good!" Like, well,
2: I love, I love the the Schindler's List effect where it's black and white, but the bloodstone's red as fuck, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: the little J.J. Uh, J. Abrams lens flares that it gave, like just enough, enough, just enough mo- modern, mo- enough modern appeal, and, yeah, and gloss, but still feeling like. I'll, everything down to that, I love how the, the credits came on. It had that classic uh, universal look, you know?
1: Yeah, right. The way that they did the intro for the Marvel oh, yeah, logo man. and everything, like, that was fucking cool as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, how cool is Man-Thing, man? That's what I was fixing to say, dude. I would I would man. never expect it in a million years for Marvel to tackle Man-Thing. And <laughs> God damn, that's they cool did a great job. Man. Looks cool as fuck. I love the chemistry that they that those two have back and forth. Um Mm -hmm. I I mean, he's huge. But
3: like uh, I don't know, dude.
2: I love when he wakes up and he's looking at him and he's like, You will still in the drink. They're like, Yeah, it's like we'll go for sushi, I guess. And he's like, Fuck yeah.
1: Yeah, (laughs) right. I really hope that they take that and run with it. Like I would love to see a buddy comedy. Hear me out here, okay?
3: Mm-hmm. A
1: buddy comedy of a werewolf and a swamp creature that are just trying to navigate the wild world that we live in. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, they're, they're the fucked up ones, but well, what... everybody else is fucked up. You know what I'm saying?
3: Like
2: yeah, well, well, it would be cool just because I feel like theme wise they would they would think to group them together. Yeah. Um, I would like to see Man Thing and uh, the werewolf. Uh, I'd like to see him show up in the Agatha Harkness show.
0: I could see that happening. Well, she's part uh, of that shit, right? Yeah. The stuff I that mean, I looked she... at connecting it all. Like, she's part of that whole crew. Yeah. So, they I mean,
2: c- I, I, would li- I would like to see something like that. Maybe, you know, maybe keep it to where, you know, we as the audience are like, no, man, these are the good guys, but have it where... You know the Black Knight or Blades going after him or something.
1: I could definitely see if they did it the right way, they build up these characters into a Justice League Dark esque team. Yeah, and do something like like that, or like we're uh, talking about, just
2: more or less, or still the name and just call them the Dark Avengers. Wanda kind of
0: released all that evil. Yeah, yeah, and you know that whole movie was evil as fuck. They were fighting off shit like. You got yeah. this group like the Avengers. They don't waste their time. They don't even think that shit's real.
3: Yeah, Boogie right. Man, what? Yeah, they're busy I mean, doing other this,
1: shit. You know, this is still, this team. Yeah. This is
0: their way of separating it. Well, they still to add
2: to what you're saying, Adam. They still crack jokes on Doctor Strange for being the wizard. You know. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you're absolutely right. They don't take the supernatural seriously, no. really.
1: So I would like. So, yeah, to see great him. avenue. Yeah, I would like to see them do something like that and then they could all they could incorporate all that other stuff. Black Knight, Blade, Ghost Rider, like that would be the perfect way to incorporate the more um like occulty shit and also yeah. like supernatural. Style. Yeah, exactly, right? And they could do it because these characters, it's kind of genius that they made these characters even more relatable than the hunters that were there. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it was really really smart on their part to do that in my opinion um and also a little bit about man thing so man thing was working the the guy teddy right was working mm-hmm. on the uh a uh, version of the super soldier serum injected himself uh. because these people were after him to get it fell into a swamp became man thing in this swamp there is a doorway that opens up into the infinite multiverse, and he is protecting this doorway. So,
2: oh man, okay, yes.
1: So that's kind of man things thing. He's protecting the swamp, and the reason why is because um, these these it's creatures like, are coming is it, through. Is it
2: a, it. So it's like it's one of the only natural mm-hmm. ways only to one. traverse the the multiverse.
1: It's the only natural way to get from point a to point b unless you have powers that allow you to do that Hmm. so and then um his villain or whatever would send creatures through it and that's where all of these creatures like vampires and Hmm. werewolves and all this other shit comes from they're not from our you know quote unquote our planet they're creatures from other universes that he's sending through this shit to try to to try to breach into it so that would be a, a very cool and interesting way, since they're doing the multiverse thing, to bring these um, supernatural beings into it, you know? And man it could things even
2: hold, man thing's holding the door.
1: Yes. Yeah. He's, he's keeping a check on it. So, uh, and I think that that's fascinating. They could touch on that and make that a part of something much larger and be super badass with it or they could choose to not do anything with it, and I would be okay with either one. You know what I mean? Oh,
2: yeah. Keeping this as a one-shot is just as fine with me as becoming something more. It's just nice that we have this little nugget, and what She-Hulk obviously pointed out is a pretty formulaic universe at this point.
0: Yeah. I saw a screenshot online. You know, um, when they were doing Moon Knight, you could see him in that intro. Yeah. Yeah. And then after the show, you know, like he's not in like the the Hulk intro. You don't see him on that. You know where it turns the. Yeah, you see the different characters.
2: Well, if you he's on the two, fucking
0: werewolf by night one. Hmm. There's a they screenshot also, where you can see, you know, in one of the letters.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, have y'all seen the? Uh, have you speaking of them messing with credits because they're notorious for doing that? Did you guys see on? In Doctor Strange 2, uh, whenever you're going through that whole thing, you don't see Spider-Man in it at all because huh. everybody forgot who he was.
1: Oh, that's kind of clever. Yeah. That's I was... funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> K-E-V-I-N.
2: I thought it was so funny when She-Hulk walks into that fucking room and all you hear is the da 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 the same fucking music we've heard endlessly every time we've sat down to watch something. I just thought that was funny and I know I'm jumping back to that already but something I wanted to point out too. When Kevin's talking to her and he goes, "Would you mind turning into Jen?" and she's like, "Why?" He's, "Yeah, he's like, you're very expensive, but yet the shot stays on Kevin and that
4: ridiculous yeah, green yeah. screen, <laughs> that expensive shot of that, you know. But uh, I love the black and white aesthetic. I love the guy that played uh, Jack.
3: Yeah,
1: he was fucking charming yeah, as shit, dude. Oh, he yeah. was. Too-
2: oh, dude, I-, I I was calling him discount Takawatiti.
1: <laughs> I mean he had the charm though, dude. Yeah. He had the charm. And I love like the like whatever they put on his face.
2: I like, like the, the I like the, the classic werewolf look. They went for the wolf man.
1: Yes, I've and the transformation was one of the coolest transformation scenes I've ever seen. With like the lightning and the, the shit flickering and you see the shadow. Because we've yes. seen the shadow happen before in a werewolf transformation but not quite like that and they did it so tastefully it was great man
2: oh yeah so uh, very it, this is it's, it's uh, I would go so far as to say that if cuz you know the, the the downer to all this Disney plus stuff is that there's no physical copies of these things i would love a genuine artifact of wandavision mm-hmm. and loki yeah, um, I would I would gladly buy a copy of Werewolf by not just to have on the shelf, man. Like
1: not only that, but to see the special features.
2: Oh yeah, dude, because you know there had to be some. There had to um, be. I would love to see just the discussion of of what they of what they had to go through to make it in terms of what do they leave out, what are they going to add, how do they make it a one and done, you know?
1: Yeah, right. And after watching this, Trev, this, the guy that directed this, right? He has, this is one of
4: his only director's credit, right? What about him doing Blade? Oh, dude, yes. I
1: or
2: mean... better yet, or better yet with the way the whole thing overall was done, uh, just give this guy a list of characters and like, hey, these are the guys we got movies lined up for, which one you want to take a crack at? And let him yeah. just have his pick. Cause he'll probably pick one that he he's passionate about, which is going to in turn create a better product, which yeah. I hope, I hope that statement can be tested and tried and true. Once we review black Adam, cause for all of the, the stuff we hear and for all the campiness that the rocks persona has, uh, if it is indeed his passion product project, uh, black Adam should be incredible.
1: Yeah, for sure. Right. Uh... But yeah, Michael Giacchino, he's directed uh, isn't, is that, Monster Isn't Ch- that
2: the composer?
1: Yeah, oh yeah. So, th- so the guy who does the bah, 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 yeah. did
2: Werewolf by Night. Dude, get yeah. this motherfucker out of the recording booth and into the behind-the-camera,
0: man. Let him do yeah. it. Yeah. I mean... Well, maybe that's why even, they've pushed Blade back. Because this Werewolf yeah. by Night is huge. The reviews are solid across the board. I mean, much maybe to learn. Like, Wait a you minute. Uh,
1: well, yeah, we, we got a diamond over here. treasure, like you know.
0: Well, I would like to. Yeah,
2: I would like to think that maybe with its success, they were like, okay, we like maybe Blade didn't go as far as this movie, as this, yeah. whatever you want to call it, mini film, short film went, and they were like, let's go back to the let's go back to the drawing board, and you know, because because yeah. cause with them. Rebooting Blade for Marvel is a very big deal.
4: Oh like yeah, they're right. like they're
2: they're remaking the movie that they almost like put all their they they hedged all their bets on the Wesley Snipes Blade back in the day. They didn't have any of their rights. They had sold all the rights to all the other companies and stuff, and they just went all in on Blade. And it brought that company out of a lot of financial hardship. Yeah. So going back to it it's like man like it's almost like it's almost like trying to like rebuild your grandma's house the exact like same way she wanted it you know Yeah You know you ain't going to do it right but you're like dude I got to try at least
1: Yeah we're going to give it the good old college try you know well, college you
2: try well, you gotta get a bunch of people that give a shit about grandma to come help you build it,
0: you know? Yeah, right, yeah. So I'm ex
1: I mean, I'm excited for, for this. And it feels to me they tested so many things with this. Like, this is the first special that we've got. Uh I thought the first one that was gonna come out was gonna be the Guardians of the Galaxy thing. So to me it tests like, okay, what how how are viewers gonna react to a one and done? Um, you know, hour-long-ish, you know, special presentation. Uh, how are they going to react to a horror black-and-white story about some very, very, very unknown characters? Yeah. very. Like, some... Yeah. Like, they kind of hedged a lot of bets on this thing, and it sounds it like it's paying off. Yeah, for well, sure. I,
2: I... You also have to wonder, though, is the payoff in part because of the creativity or is it because of such a streamlined formula that it's starved the audience of something original that you can give them anything and they're like, holy shit, it's different. We love it. I don't, I mean, I'm not, that's not necessarily my opinion, but I think for the sake of the, the conversation playing devil's advocate, um, you know, is it a case of, well, you know, the, the audience are, is going to take just about anything as long as it's not something they can predict.
1: I mean that that could possibly be true, but time will tell, you know.
2: But I I, I agree with what you're saying uh, in terms of like I, I would really like to see more of these one shot special presentations, man. Like I think yeah. I think this is more. Uh, viable and more worthy of a subscription than say eight or nine episodes of a mediocre story you know yeah
1: for sure yeah where you can
2: you can condense the best of what you're the point you're trying to make of the show you can condense it down to 55 minutes to an hour and a half slap special presentation on it and give it to the masses you know yeah And if it don't work, well, then you didn't have to waste months making a show (laughs) just to axe it. Yeah. When you could just have a couple weeks of people's time wasted making a project and, you know, they've moved on to something else.
1: Yeah. But shit, I'm going to give it a full star. I mean, we might as well rate this bitch, right? Oh, yeah.
0: Full star. Full star for sure. It
2: It gets the coveted real estate bloodstone, my guys.
1: <laughs> oh! We each possess a part of the Bloodstone, and when we come together, we fight demons and shit. Dude,
2: Double Dragon would be I jealous. I was just sitting here thinking it's like <laughs> Double Dragon. They put it together. It's triple Dragon, man. No, we're, we're, it gets the King Ghidorah Bloodstone Real Estate Award for Best One Time Motion Picture Short Story Anthological Narrative.
0: And a giant Fuck, size yeah. man thing.
1: God, man thing was so fucking cool, dude. The way Acron- that he just acronym like
2: acronym is pending,
1: yeah. Uh, all right, let's get into the fucking main course here, guys. How much did you cry, Trav, when you watched Clerks Three? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs>
0: exactly right. Dude, um, I'm glad I didn't go see it like live. I'm I would have little, been in there bawling, I, like. Yeah. I'm a lot. I'm a
2: lot better than I was a couple of hours ago, man. Yeah, it's um let's get let I, I I'm I'm as far as the as far as the wor- not worse cuz there's there's nothing worse about this movie, dude. Um I just want to get the 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 big gut punch out of the way cuz there's a lot of funny stuff to talk about in this movie even yeah. despite it's seriousness in some parts. When Randall, not Randall, but when Dante stands up in the theater
4: yeah, right.
2: I knew what was happening, dude.
4: Yeah. It was... The way that... I
1: wasn't expecting them to... I wasn't expecting them to have... Um, oh, God damn it. Uh, Rosario Dawson's character already be gone. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: yeah. too. yeah. Well, like, I think that was... I think that Because this movie is really meta. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think, uh, I think it kind of did that the same way it did most of its Clerk 2 references. You know, a lot of people like, like the second one, but it kind of, it kind of faded into the ether. Like when you think of clerks, I always think of the first Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's just a case of. If it's your first foray into Clerks and Clerks 2 was your first introduction, then maybe it's the one that you referenced. But I feel like in terms of, like, Smith was aware of how much of his movies he needed to bring in in terms of fan ness
1: Yeah, for sure, yeah.
2: And of these three, I think we can agree that Clerks 2 is the one that'll be overlooked the most. Or not three, yeah. Clerks 2, Yeah. Yeah. Of the three, two is the one that's overlooked. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, and I mean this
2: this felt more of a direct sequel to one than the than two did.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean convenience
4: store, you know Back in It Together. Like yeah. But um yeah, I was not
1: expect and I like what they did with with her character showing up at the at the cemetery and talking to him you know the theater thing like i liked and then like dante's circle kind of going his story going full circle like it did was unexpected right because yeah. you can you go into it knowing that randall is having the heart attack you go into it knowing that He's gonna to want to make a movie, and it's gonna be basically a parody of of real life to a certain extent. But I mean, Dante's story really goes full circle, even to the extent where his girlfriend from the first flick shows back up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, they work her back into it. So he has he deals with her, and and I would have liked to have seen more more scenes with them two interacting with one another. Um, because to me, when I think of clerks, I think of Dante more so than Randall, for sure. Right?
0: Not even supposed um, to be here today.
1: Exactly, yep. and and in this movie, like Dante was surprisingly absent in a lot of in a lot of scenes and a lot of the context of what's going on. But I know that he did that artistically to prove a point. It's like you miss him. Like you don't think about it in the movie because you're watching the movie and experience and all the funny stuff and all this kind of stuff. But whenever I kind of stood back and took a look at it, like he's in the movie, a de- like he's in the movie a good bit, but he's not the, the main character anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then the, it kind of in full circle with him deciding like he got what he wanted. He didn't have it for long enough. This happens. He decides to pass on to the other side and the implications and the, the reality that sets in from that with Randall, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was very well done, but it was very unexpected that they were going to go that route with it. Because I mean, we all thought if anybody was going to die, it was going to be Randall, you know, mm-hmm. but I never expected, I never expected that. And it hit hard dude. Yeah, not like, it was that. like, a, yeah,
4: it was, it was a gut punch, dude. It was very well done, though very beautifully done. Um, yeah.
1: But I do I have, like. I
2: have. I have to. I have to join with a lot of other people in that. This is probably his best script. That Smith's yeah. ever done, man. Like. Yeah. This is blow. This it it blows so many things out. Of, like it blows all of it out of the water, dude.
1: Yeah. He he killed it, man. I don't know but, what he channeled but Well Well I mean I, I I say that
2: with the with the adage that like not an adage but with the addendum to if we didn't have the weight of all of the viewer's universe yeah. already in our knowledge. Up. Yes.
0: Like if you just watch this I mean, movie without all that it's not Yeah, it's like you're it's just gonna sad but it ain't that sad.
2: You're going to be like, yeah, sad movie. Those potheads were funny. We you grew know? up like, with these
4: people. Yeah. yeah, man. In a big way. Man. Um, I really
2: like the, uh, instead of credit music, we got the, you know, Kevin Smith talked to you and was like, you know, shared some little bits about himself in the movie and how he wanted to do things and everything a little free director commentary if you will.
4: Yeah.
2: Um but yeah, man. Uh Yeah, it's just it 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 hit it, it hit me in the feels honestly on a day when I didn't want to be.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going
2: to be absolutely real with you. Uh I watched this coming out of a shit work week, so watching it just even compounded it more, man. But yeah, gut punch number one was him leaving the theater. Gut punch number two is when Randall gives him the fucking eulogy and says, "You know, I was supposed to be here, man." Yeah, I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, Randall!"
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. like <laughs> "Just shut the fuck us out here,
0: you fucking yeah, pillow pants." You know, let the cots fly man. So, so can <laughs> we talk
2: about how so? deviating from the sad part of the movie which was great and beautiful and well done dude this was some of his funniest like this is a return to form in Kevin Smith's comedy man
1: yeah right
2: Loved. I love when they're playing hockey at the beginning and the way uh, Jay and Silent Bob slipped, th- tossed that weed up to him on the <laughs> roof
0: that shit was fucking hilarious they got man. a weed store and they're out there like come here give me the money Just
3: Put it down. <laughs> that's how we yeah. did it in the 90's
0: <laughs> When they go to movies, dude, that whole scene where they get the crew at movies high and they're dancing. Yeah. dude, <laughs>
2: Yeah. Funny. Dude, I liked when the, I liked when the, because uh, I remember you saying there was a dance sequence. Yeah, that's what I was talking uh, about.
0: The movies dance sequence.
2: I thought you were talking about the shot where they were trying to get Jay to dance in front of the yeah. store. Oh he God. wouldn't do it, so they had to clear everybody out. <laughs> and then he then he started breaking it fucking down, dude. I just thought that was funny as well. Dude was like, "Action!"
1: Yeah, I guess. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it. So many throwbacks too. Whatever fucking Walt was up there with that egg taking yeah. pictures of it, he's
4: like, get the fuck
1: out of here, man. That <laughs> yeah. was so fucking funny. Oh, Smith is oh.
0: like, you got to film it black and white. The fucking color dude, is terrible. Like...
2: That was the... the I, I I was hoping one of y'all would bring that up. because yeah. To me, that was the funniest scene in the whole movie. He's like, because I'm filming this motherfucker in black and white. And I don't yeah. give a shit what you say. <laughs> like, you... It was, dude, just so many people... Just uh, I'll be honest. When I saw that and that whole thing played out, I just imagined Adam like going on a movie rant about like how we would, how we should like if we were if we were filming a movie, I feel like that's something you would say Adam. You would black you, and black. You, <laughs> you, no, I mean no, you would just break it down. You'd be like, dude, the lighting in here is fucking it's
0: way shit. Too much
2: blue. Like it's garbage. <laughs> like we can do it, that's fine. But I'm filming this bitch in black and white. <laughs>
0: I would too. I would, I would actually turn the camera setting, and that way you can You have to use it. I mean, like yeah, yeah, I feel like
2: there. I feel like it would be so much so as that, like uh-huh. you would have me and Griffin convinced that you're like, yeah, man, filming in color. Yep, yeah. you give we'll, us a thumbs up. Yeah, rolling it, it. <laughs> it's just,
0: I don't know what happened. Yeah, but then like
2: then we'd be watching the final shot, and you're like, look, man, watch this in black and white. Like it's better, and you're like, I fucking told you <laughs> Um. Or what about Jay humping that movie head out the door yeah. while they're trying to come in? <laughs> uh,
1: that there's just the shit about the Asian design major. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: he just happened to
0: be Asian.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like he he majored in Asian design.
0: Like, but like, <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty sure that's just design, and he's
2: Asian. But dude. Yeah. But dude, I I know Adam brought it up a lot too, and I have to admit it. I have to agree, not admit it, agree with him. Uh, Elias stole the show in this movie, dude. The the yeah. fucking crimson cross cop, fucking NFT, the like so much. I I haven't seen so many King Diamond shirts in one area in my life. The part where he's dressed up like King Diamond, and they're in the fucking hospital. <laughs>
0: Well, he does a good job. He's got that character pinned down. Like that dude doesn't <laughs> act like that when you see him doing yeah. interviews and talking. Like, it. but like this, you know, nerdy, yeah, you know, Awkward. borderline, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. He's got that character, and the, and he, and the way that he looks, it fits it more now than it did back in uh, what 2006. Yeah. Like,
3: yeah,
1: right.
0: Like, dude, when he was in the, when he's first praying to the devil, and he's like starts to pull his pants down. Yeah, in the hospital. Know, yeah, uh, he's, yeah,
2: he's like, he's like, I don't, he's like, I don't deserve lube. <laughs> yeah, when they go
0: back, he was like, it was in these halls that I swore my allegiance to the Satan. You know, it's like, yeah, <laughs> just a week ago,
1: he was perfect, man. And whenever Smith was like, yeah, we're bringing a loss back, and I was like, that's fucking gonna be great. You know, he was. He was great in the second one. I'm glad that they're bringing him back and not just kind of writing him off and everything.
2: Well, he was the anchor for from yeah. the second movie.
1: Yeah. But damn, did they fucking, like... They took his character... Yeah. <laughs> he took his character and ran with it in such a genius way.
2: Well, I mean, dude, everything from... Because, like, dude, you, you knew he was an endearing character from the moment him and the customer at at movies in in part two, we're talking about Lord of the Rings. And we get the funniest bit of Lord of the Rings ever with Randall doing the fucking, here's the first movie, walk. Second movie, walk, stumble. Third movie, walk, take the
4: ring, drop it.
1: It was, and if they, if he decides, which I don't think that he will, but if he decides to bring these characters back, I'm okay with it being Randall and Elias. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're back and yeah. forth.
0: They're clerks from now on. I mean, yeah, he, I mean, if, that's if he puts them. them in any other movie, they will be the clerks.
1: Yeah. And his fucking little buddy fucking yeah. blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cots are flat, dude. I was not expecting that. And old Jen, of course had to show up. You know okay. what I'm saying?
3: Giant Yeah.
2: Dude, yeah. 30, 37 man I love that they brought that joke back yeah I, 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 I know what was what was great was when uh, Dante's closing up for the night and he goes and knocks on Randall's door and Randall's like I'm on page 37 and he's like wait a second don't fucking
1: yeah. do that don't put that in, that in the movie
3: <laughs> don't fucking do that shit. man it was so fucking
1: it was kind of, like
0: i want to see it and i wanted to watch it again cuz i watched it like mm-hmm. thursday yeah but i was like ah I'm like, it's going to be a while before i'm gonna dust yeah, that off uh,
2: yeah you can't relive this movie What's too that? quickly <laughs> but see i think what that's 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 like but that to me that's the the thing about this movie is that if If you aren't down with the view of SCU-niverse, if you just don't like Kevin Smith at all, this ain't gonna do nothing for you, yeah, but if this you was are complete like,
1: fan service, yeah,
2: oh absolutely, it's fan service the movie or Kevin yeah. Smith's fan service, you know, um because you know granted, if you take away all the inside jokes, all the references, and everything. The movie's not much because it's built off of so much.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, he's,
2: and I think that would—that's—that's the hard part with being capable of recommending this movie. Which, to me, I think it's safe to say that this is a three-star film from us, at least. Oh, yeah, right. But you know, but in terms of, you know, if some some like you'd have to preface a. A conversation with this, with so have you watched everything else?
1: Yeah, you know, at least watch.
2: Yeah, Yeah. because if you're not, you're like, eh, pass. You're not gonna like it.
1: At least watch Clerks and Clerks two before you watch it. You have to. You know, like, there's no getting around that. There is required viewing.
0: We almost didn't get these movies, man. Remember when Kevin wanted to get away from it? He's like, I fucking just. And it's like, dude, this is your thing. Like, yeah. This is you. Why are you trying to do this I, other shit? Like
4: Well, it's um, like, dude, people
0: relate
2: to you, Kevin, you know? Yeah. And that's something that I think any artist strives for in their work. Yeah. Is a a level of relatability. Even in the most fantastic stories that you tell, you still have to have a relatable theme or setting going on. And I don't know how much more relatable you could get with the themes that are addressed in this movie, dude. No. Friendship, survivor's guilt, uh, fucking, you know, all that stuff, man. It's all there.
4: Yeah. And yeah, just, it's almost been 30 years. Yeah. Since,
1: since, since, Cause he started working on it in like ninety two, ninety three, right? Yeah, something like that. Because it it came it out. Of been, it's been thirty years, man. So I mean, it's crazy. We've got ninety four, two thousand six, twenty twenty two.
4: And and in each
2: film, just, you know, just like any other long formatted series where the sequels weren't rushed out one after the other, where there's gaps of time, like life happened, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: Um. Kevin Smith movies, particularly because of the re- relatability that I was talking about. Um, If you watch Clerks 1, you're going to remember the way you felt and the life around you that was happening when you're watching the movie. Yeah. And the same thing happens with Clerks 2. And it happens with three and and I guess like, you know, if you sit and watch them one, two and three, you binge them out in a couple, like a lot of like younger generations aren't going to get the emotional impact of this movie, like the fans that have been along the journey with Smith as he's put out his films. Yeah. So I feel like it's two completely different experiences.
1: Yeah,
3: and, absolutely.
2: And I truly feel sorry that the younger won't feel this kind of weight. Yeah, that say us and a lot of other fans probably did when we watched it. Yeah, because I'm a hundred percent convinced that all Kevin Smith thought when he wrote this movie was, "I'm gonna make these motherfuckers cry." <laughs> yeah, I'm going make them ball like a bitch. Just well, like, I mean, all those, you know, all all those Q and As I did, all that shit that you know, all the all the times they did, I'm gonna make them cry.
1: Well, think about it this way, though. You know, the the entire premise of the movie revolves around death, right?
2: Yeah, mortality in general, yeah.
1: And the film plays out as if you're watching a version, like you said, a version of your life passing in front of your eyes. And it's hard to do that. It's hard to do that with, like, whenever... Characters like in Marvel or something die. You feel some kind of way about it. You feel upset about it. But those movies came out when they came out. These movies came out way when they came out and had so much of an impact on so many different people that you really feel their lives playing out in front of their eyes, revisiting how everything started for Smith himself and it being his life passing in front of his eyes while he was making the movie your relationship or your relation with the characters and what those characters and what that work means to you it's so multifaceted in so many different ways it's genius i agree f- man for the, for him to wrap it up and put a bow on it and like it it ends on such a down note that but it's so bittersweet you know what i mean randall finally makes something of himself dante gets what he wants at the end of the day he wanted to be happy he wanted to be in love in life or death he got what he wanted you know what i'm saying yeah
2: and i mean i think even in in possibly more simpler terms too man um with mortality and everything um there's that that moment at the very end, right before uh, Elias comes in there, and he's, you know, Randall's sitting there at the counter, you know, he's looking off into the store and everything, and he sees Dante for a second, and then you just hear him sigh and just go, "I really miss you, man."
3: Yeah, yeah. That that like, shot was life, sad,
2: dude. Like yeah. life goes up, like life's gonna go on when it pulls yeah. out, and he's he's got to live with at the it.
0: register next to him. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's like,
1: mm. yeah. I think, I think we can all agree that we've, we've seen and felt that, you know what I'm saying? We've had that same response in our own lives where it's like, if only you were here to see this shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause, cause he does well with the movie. Dante doesn't get to see that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He becomes an accomplished filmmaker. Dante's not there for that. He fuels it, but he's not there for that. Then there's parts of my life where I have that same reaction. I'm like, man, if you could have saw fucking Justice League
4: Snyder yeah. Cut. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, goddamn. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good, man. I'm glad I watched it alone. Uh, a yeah.
0: Full, yeah, full goddamn star, man. I told Trav. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to fire that movie up around two. I was like, watch it alone. Oh man. yeah,
2: it sucked. It sucked because by the time the movie was over, my kid came in from school, and what's hilarious is we both more or less kind of had a good cry together because she had some stuff happen at school today with one of her teachers that she really liked left, so she was upset about that, and I'm and I'm sitting there going, "Yeah, I watched a movie. Almost it made really me sad. <laughs>
3: yeah. <sighs> yeah, like
0: Dundee.
2: yeah, man." Are flying.
3: <laughs> well
2: I mean, no, dude, I already started getting soft when uh whenever uh Elias first shows up and they're doing the, the Bitcoin thing. Yeah. And you hear Randall go, Oh, I see what's going on here. Ellis has got him a silent bob and I'm like, Oh, here we go.
3: Yeah. The right. boulder moved
2: the boulder moved a little.
0: Yeah. It's his uh daughter's boyfriend. Yeah, that's why when they're at the funeral, he turns and looks at and they smile at each other. It's like okay,
1: yeah, Blockchain. no lines.
4: <laughs> no, yeah, that's just pretty mattered. funny.
0: I followed his YouTube channel. He's
4: he's he's funny. Like learn to act with your face. Yeah, <laughs> Dad, you're not gonna give him any lines. He's like, I didn't
0: have any lines. Look at me.
3: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
0: live in Ben Affleck's house.
3: Dude, oh, the dude, audition. I, yeah,
0: speaking of
2: that, <laughs> dude, Mom. I love when yeah, man, they had they had what's his name go. I just want to see the sailboats yeah. <laughs> from <laughs> oh, Ball Looking around like, what the fuck? They had both <laughs> of
1: them. They had fucking oh. Mosier come back. here. what's up, yep. man? <laughs> Was that
2: wasn't, wasn't that Ralph? Uh,
1: yeah, Pachito. Well, yeah. yeah. Give us some Schwarzenegger. <laughs> All
2: right. No, what was... Dude, the, uh, Jason Muse had me rolling. You
3: motherfucker. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I can't he's roll like, my R's like he did, but Jesus Christ, dude. That shit was fucking hilarious. He's like, God, that's so, you
1: rude motherfucker. <laughs> he said, that's so natural sounding. Keep <laughs> it up. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I, the the level of acting that Jeff Anderson and Brian O'Halloran god oh. goddamn that sequence where they get into it yeah. in the store
3: mm. that
2: oh, where, where is, Dante comes in drunk and they finally have their big falling out
0: yeah dude the that last is, conversation they really ever have yeah, dude.
3: yeah. oh yeah. right yeah God
0: damn! I've
1: never seen him act like that. No, e- either one of them. I don't the think movie. I've
0: ever seen anyone act like that in a Kevin Smith movie. Nah, no, like he, that.
1: God damn, dude!
0: Like that. And those well, dudes I mean, have known each other all this time. You know, there's probably shit between them, and yeah, well, they're able right. to channel like, and.
2: Well, I feel like that, uh, and and I feel like they probably like. There had to be a moment when they were about to film that scene where Smith and the other two, they just kind of sat there and, and, and Smith was like, because I feel like I part of me can't help but think because of where they filmed it and everything that that had to just be Smith and them and the camera. And I, mean. I felt like for, you know, there had to be this moment where they acknowledge each other and they talk, you know, they're talking about what they're about to do and they're, and, you know. When it was over with like they it had to be a moment where Smith was like one of the best scenes I've ever shot with the original people that I've started my film career with, and the growth of being a filmmaker himself on top of the two of them growing as actors, whether they did whether they went on and did a lot or not.
4: It has a full circle feeling in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh man, because when when Dante like whenever they're whenever they're doing
2: the scene, uh, and Dante's laying on the the cooler, and it's the salsa scene. Yeah. And Dante finally gets up, and looks at him, and just just finally spills it out, man. He's like, man. I've been with you since the fucking beginning. Your life is my life. And yeah. maybe for once I don't wanna fucking relive that shit because it sucked. Like that whole that whole fucking thing, man. That was yeah. unexpected good acting in a Kevin yeah. Smith movie. And I don't say that to to punch down on the acting that, that happens in his movies. But there's a there's a way that you know Smith directs and a style that he's got, and whenever he breaks from that, you can tell.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
2: And those, <clears throat> those the, the 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 behind you know the fridge scene and and the cooler scene they because they're they're back to back in terms of where they fit in the film. Just that whole air that whole part, man, leading up to Dante's heart attack is just really fucking good, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They they channeled something there. And it fucking paid off.
4: Well, didn't they say that
2: Anderson was difficult to work with throughout the years, trying to get him on some of the projects?
1: Well, Smith wrote that script for Clerks 3 way back in the day. And Anderson didn't want to do it. He wouldn't agree to do it. And they couldn't, of course, do it without him. And I... I'm pretty sure that Randall dies in that script, right?
0: Well, I think that's the and one he, where Dante gets shot. Right. Wasn't he going to work that in? Possibly. Uh, maybe I'm not, somebody sure. was dying.
1: Yeah. And, and Jeff Anderson wasn't cool with how his character was portrayed and also the ending of the flick. Then the heart attack happens and then he rewrites it. But I mean, look, I don't want to be that guy, but the heart attack thing might've been the best thing. Well, because it brought he,
0: back Jay and Silent Bob reboot. It, yeah. I mean, it made him be like, man, I, I've got something. Why have I been, Yeah, yeah, you know, trying to get away from it?
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, like he, he tackled all these conflicts in his life with his view of skew character religion, you know, daily life growing up, you know, becoming, getting well, older. Just,
2: We'll just come into terms with who you are and what you're not.
1: Yeah. And that really, this really like him having the heart attack really had him face death down and he's never really done anything. Like he's had characters that, you know, had died that they had referenced had died and everything, but like not main characters dealing with death in that, that way. Well,
2: if you recall early in the movie, Whenever Randall gets out of the operation, which the dick jokes throughout were fucking hilarious. Like, dude, yeah. I got a little dick. I don't want you. You know, that's shit, you know? Yeah. But after that's all said and done, you know, and the doctor's talking to Dante, the doctor's like, hey, man, he's going to be sad. Like, he just literally almost fucking died. Like, yeah. he had a Widowmaker level heart attack. Uh, wasn't it like 80% chance of death? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, and he's like, man, this guy's, he's, it's gonna fuck with him for a little while, like, keep his spirits up, fucking eat some vegetables, you know? Yeah. Um. Like, I felt like that was, that had to be something Kevin Smith had, like, you know what I mean? Like, that had to be something that he went through, and that, like, not to where they explored it that much, but like, well... They explored it enough when Randall gives his speech on the hospital bed.
3: Yeah,
2: I felt like that's that was pure Kevin Smith's thoughts. Like he remembered everything he was thinking, and yeah. he just wrote it and was like, "That's that's what that's what you're gonna say." <laughs> like,
3: yeah,
1: my script.
2: <laughs> but I mean, because that's, you know, and kept like the Clerks movies. There's. The, real is a, the realism of what makes Clerks so funny is, you know, echoing back to the whole relatability thing, man. Like, Clerks is just as, as Smith and the characters in his stories have been saying, man. It's just real life made into a movie. Yeah. Like, you think some of the stuff that's happening in this story is fictitious, but I can assure you from my own line of work, it's, like... The truth, like the truth, stranger than fiction, man.
1: Yeah, right. The real
2: sure. world is stranger than fantasy land. Yeah, and there's absolutely just like with the office, uh, you could look back on your on your work and your life and stuff, and you can find someone that fits the mold of every one of these characters. Yeah, uh you can see yourself in them. You can see other people. Sometimes you're them. Sometimes they're you. Man, that's that's good filmmaking, man. Yeah, for sure. Damn good filmmaking.
1: But yeah, it gets the coveted golden reel.
2: Oh, yeah. It gets the cov. yeah.
1: I mean, it's got
2: back to. to yeah, it's, the movie was back to basics, so we'll be back to basics. It gets the coveted golden
0: reel. Fuck yeah. And the fuck crime yeah. monkey. We what have a fuck? bunch of other golden
2: <laughs> shit we'd hand out, but... Only a few get the
0: real. I assure you,
1: we're mourning. Yeah, for sure, right. And will be for the foreseeable future. (laughs) We got just a tad bit of movie news that I'm going to hit up on here. So, Wonder Woman 3 gets a development update, Right. So
2: Griffin, why are we talking about Wonder Woman? We know well, where you stand on this.
1: The, re- the why, reason, the like why,
2: like I feel like this is some dumb shit I throw in at the end of something, and you would be like, "Oh, who gives a whoopty fucking fuck?"
1: No, nah, dude, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to build a narrative here. Okay.
2: Oh God,
1: because this you're, is going to you're plan- building a case.
2: You about to I'm take building- about to
1: take DC to court? No, I'm I'm building DC up. This is a rare occasion where Wonder Woman three happening
0: is a good thing okay okay tell me more. So, so no patty jenkins
1: <laughs> so well a script uh a scriptment meant for wonder woman 3 by patty jenkins is expected imminently reads the report meaning well, that she's not woman- making
2: well since she's not making rogue squadron i don't know what else she'd be making
1: yeah right um has been successful putting pen to paper in order to craft the next adventure of gal Gadot's superhero While there have been plenty of behind-the-scenes drama at Warner Brothers, with fans left wondering which other projects might next be dragged to the chopping block, it sounds like Wonder Woman 3 is in safe hands. The sequel to Wonder Woman 1984 was officially greenlit back in 2020, with both lead star Gal Gadot and director Patty Jenkins both set to return. Um, So, Patty Jenkins, who so far has helmed both movies in the Wonder Woman franchise recently offered an update on where she's at with the script for the threequel. And so where I said that I was going, I was only going to do one and then, then, Oh my God, I've done two. And then I find myself saying, Oh my God, I'm antsy to do three. And so now, so, and so even now I say, that's it because I always plan a three movie arc. She said earlier this month, there is a story that goes through these three different movies as a whole, but even now I just wrote last week, the final scene of wonder woman three. And I thought I might be interested to see what happens next. So you'll never know. They have asked us to, th- uh, to think of ways to do more. And it was, and it accidentally happens, but you'll never know. And I have a lot of other films that I'm excited to do as well. And I love Gal Gadot, So that makes it better too. So it says here that, uh, Gal Gadot wants to wants Wonder Woman 3 to take place in the present day. So I'm not sure if that's kind of a wink nod at like it could be possibly happening in present day. But Wonder Woman 3 is being written. Patty Jenkins is returning. I'm not as excited about that as what's to come, the implications behind this, okay? On the hills of that, I'll go ahead and throw the Black Adam stuff in here. So Dwayne Johnson bypassed DC film's head to get black Adams, big DCEU cameo. Uh, there seems to be only one rule that Hollywood is starting to abide by more and more uh, what Dwayne Johnson wants. He gets that seems to be especially true when it comes to his foray into the DCEU as black Adam as not only has the former wrestler and mega audience puller managed to pull strings in order to get black Adam his own movie, but went around DC films head in order to secure the much-talked-about major cameo that happens in the movie. There have been plenty of rumors about Black Adam featuring an appearance by Henry Cavill Superman, who has been missing from the DCEU for some time if you discount the release of Snyder, the Snyder Cut. Uh, but now it has, been, it has been all but officially confirmed after the Hollywood Reporter revealed that Johnson had to go to some lengths in order to make sure the return of Cavill happened on his watch. The report suggests that DC Films boss, Walter Hamada, whose time in the role is said to be ending this month, originally threw out the idea of bringing Cavill's Superman back. That led Johnson to bypass him and go straight to Warner Brothers heads, Pam uh, Abdi and Michael DeLuca, who instantly were on board with the DCEU crossover. The report goes on to say, that filming of the post-credit scene was completed in September after furious negotiations. This could explain why there's there had been so little leak previously about Cavill's involvement in the movie or indeed the DC EU future.
4: Okay, so that feeds into the main course here.
1: Man still two trends following news that DC and Warner Brothers are bringing back henry cavill for sequel mm-hmm. dc fans have taken to social media to celebrate the news that warner brothers is now working on bringing back henry cavill and man of steel 2 according to a report by the hollywood reporter a project that would essentially be man of steel 2 is being produced by charles Roven and is currently in a search for writers thus superman fans have taken to the internet to celebrate the news they have been waiting to hear since as far back as 2013 Then there's a bunch of Twitter posts from people going on about it. Crafting a sequel to Man of Steel so long after the first outing will surely be no easy task. The studio is now on the lookout for the best director for Man of Steel 2 job with Mission Impossible, Fallout's Christopher McQuarrie, an alleged favorite. But DC fans have their own ideas. Man of Tomorrow is the best title for Man of Steel 2 by far. That's kind of funny. Let James Gunn direct Man of Steel 2? I don't... No. I don't think that they'll yeah. No,
2: no. I'm down for James Gunn, but not with Superman. Yeah. That's right here. That's he Gunn is great, but Gunn's also he likes to inject humor. And while you could probably do that with the Clark Kent sequences, like
1: don't when he
2: has to be Superman, let shit get real, please. You know? Yeah.
1: This guy said uh, Zach is directing Man of Steel 2. He pretty much told us producers, Char- Charles Roven, who produced all of Zach's films within the Snyder verse. And then he posted a picture here that Snyder shared that said, my Superman past, present, and future with him and Henry Cavill. Uh, James Gunn going back. It's going back and forth between those two. Whoever helms Man of Steel 2, the news alone has fans more excited than ever for the future of the DC cinematic universe with projects such as the Batman 2, a Joker sequel, and Wonder Woman 3 all on the cards, with the likes of The Flash 2 and Matt Reeves' plans for an assortment of tales set in his Batman universe, all now reportedly in development. That's another article. So Matt Reeves wants to branch out after he does the Penguin series and do series about um, like Scarecrow, Clayface, he wants to do series about villain. And so I don't know if that's happening or not, but that's well, you know I,
2: I I know that like Reeves wants to do his own rendition of Batman and I'm on board with it. I really enjoyed the first one. Yeah. But it would be great to have Matt Reeves Superman not Superman, Matt Reeves Batman universe be the since we've since it's since Batman is your Two of him being the Dark Knight. Habit to where we he tells all these stories of fighting all of these crazy villains and acquiring his rogues gallery, and kind of, kind of, kind of take a Star Wars approach where we get a lot of this stuff so that when we fast forward to the present day and we have Batman encountering Superman and we get the Ben Affleck Batman we have it to where Pattinson is, you know, he's the future Pattinson.
1: Yeah, I could see that, yeah.
2: And you can still keep the series disconnected to where Matt Reeves can do whatever he wants, because he he really can, because in terms of how Ben Affleck's Batman was portrayed in in the, the DCEU, all we knew is that he lost faith in Gotham because Joker killed Robin. And that's it really. Yeah. We know the origins of him as Batman. We we get that. Yeah. But having Matt Reeves to just kinda helm and compress all this Batman stuff going on and finding a way to seamlessly transition into where, you know, the Ben Affleck Batman can take over as the part of the narrative. I think yeah. there's no reason why that can't happen and still give Reeves the creative freedom to tell what he wants to tell.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because the, yeah. the
2: limitations that would be in place would be very small and would be honestly only limited as to how you're going to make Batman be 20, 30 years into him being, you know, doing what yeah. he's doing.
1: Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, to kind of put a put a pin in this uh dc fans have dwayne johnson to thank for the return of henry cavill as superman so this goes back to the article we just read but this is a quote here i feel that this serves not only black adam but it serves the larger dc universe johnson said earlier this week but more importantly than that it takes care of the fan and that's what you want your lead foot your lead foot to be so yes phone calls meetings but man this was years man six years to get that done I'm going to say that again, six years we first started about this, and they kept saying no. now the leadership isn't there anymore, and we usher in a new era for the d c universe so here's what i'm going this is this is the narrative that I'm trying to build so wonder woman eighty four comes out terrible, right like i mean all all fun and games and and poking and plot and prodding aside it was just not a very well-done story, right? But, man, Cheetah was in it. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> and he, sorry, he was, i he know
2: we weren't poking and prodding, but still. He was a
1: rock. You know, he became a, a wish rock. But yeah. um, But, so, with... I didn't think that they would ever do another Wonder Woman film after that one, because, like, not only was it kind of poorly received by us, but it was also, or me, anyway but it was poorly received by pretty much everybody for the most part. Except for (sighs) there was a couple of people that championed it for their own self-fulfillment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that is what it is. Then, you know, we, we know Aquaman's being worked on. We know that Flash's reshoots are happening. They just had reshoots a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, which they tried to play off as, "Oh, this is just standard reshoot, standard yeah, fanfare, sure. all this kind of stuff." So now, you're not
2: yeah. putting uh, Superman in there, not at all. Well, also, uh, since you mentioned the Flash, um, I dropped the thing in our our Twitter feed. Um, there is supposedly, let me let me fish it out. I'm sorry, this will be quick. Uh, but since uh, the Warner Brothers Discovery merger. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Zaslav isn't that his name?
1: Yeah, yeah. David.
2: You you know he's he, he's he's got the bloody hatchet going, dude. Yeah. Like he's yeah. chopping shit left and right. Um, but the well, I guess, I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't post it, Matt. I don't. Anyway, uh. Despite all the shit that we're seeing about Ezra Miller and all this stuff and the flash happening, supposedly he's done. Like that even if they carry on with well, another. He's sequel. facing a
0: twenty six year jail sentence right now, so Yeah. 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 He's so out of here. so
2: so the recast is, is definitely going For to happen. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> um but I think they're formally going to fire him once press and all that stuff, assuming whatever real world things go on in uh, Miller's life, um, yeah. you know, DC will, oh not DC, but discovery Warner brothers will be parting with him. And, right. and the, the article went so far as to say that they're going to part with them, like just as in ta- as talent in general. So, I mean, yeah. I, he could be, blacklisted from that company i mean I, i'm not i'm not saying it's going to go to that extremity but you know if we're gonna if words matter here then that's you know to say that he's off the talent roster yeah i mean that that implies to me like oh you aren't you're not going to be in any movie we make man like yeah, comic book anywhere. drama or yeah. Yeah. nobody
0: wants to put money on that dude and him well, out like that and possibly kill somebody or something like that It's it's the classic. You'll never, you'll never work in this town again. Yeah, his own damn fault.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're (laughs) right, man. I mean, we've we've covered, we haven't went as in depth, but we've covered enough of his shenanigans that, yeah, man, he's. I mean, career suicide has occurred.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, but with the flash during the reshoots, with Wonder Woman getting, you know, confirmation that it's being worked on. With Aquaman coming out, uh-huh. with them in talks right now that that Man of Steel is going to happen, it's not a far fetched idea to say because Zaslav in one of his interviews that we talked about, or in a in a interview that happened with someone possibly at Warner Brothers or a leak, was very interested in bringing back Snyder and yep. what he was doing with the DC universe now. If Snyder is attached to it right now, that news is not going to get let out for a little while until they get all the final pieces in place. If if Cavill agrees to come back, even if Affleck to a certain extent, because I could definitely see, um, and that could be what the Flash reshoots, because the, they were going to use the Flash as something that was going to reset everything. But if they're going to be bringing Henry Cavill back as Superman, then how are they going to reset everything you see what i'm saying so i feel like Zaslov got in there he got rid of the batwoman or bat girl whatever that was he started axing a lot of the dc projects that were that were in development at the time he only wants to focus on things that are going to make money which makes well, sense
2: well well and even and, and and that could translate in in terms of fans is also why expand a pantheon that has just now been established?
0: Exactly. Love if it I or remember hate it. When they did the reshoots for the Justice League, the only reason anybody came back for that was because of Zack Snyder. Yeah, this is yeah. true. So
1: that and
2: it so, gave us a lot of really awesome footage. Yeah, I mean, all of the. All, I mean, the the last thirty minutes of of the Snyder cut was pretty much what I assumed are the post credit scenes for all of his other movies that never got to be made yeah and he got to film them all and all of it was like it the level of wanting more yeah uh even being able to accomplish that with a 4 hour supercut of your movie yeah that's i mean dude that's that's people don't want to admit that Snyder was it, he was onto something for better yeah. or worse he was
1: Absolutely, yeah.
2: And to to have had the rug yanked out from uh, out from under him when other franchises have put out even far worse products and kept those teams together to shit out more blackluster content yeah. to have done that to Zach Snyder is is pretty shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, I agree. Uh, and I really, I really, I really want. Uh, Cavill to stay Superman I I, I think I think the whole thing with Brandon Ruth as Superman uh, I think that's a that's a that's just a a, that's a case of people trying to trying to back kind of people that used to shit on the Star Wars prequels and then now they're suddenly the greatest thing ever
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Because I don't know if y'all remember, but when I went and watched Superman Returns and left, I was like, what the fuck did I just watch?
1: Yeah, I still feel that way.
2: (laughs) I mean, dude, all all the Richard Donner fucking references aside, because that's the only goddamn thing that makes that movie good. Yeah. And I have it sitting on my fucking shelf reluctantly. Right. But I say all that to say... Cavill is the best Superman since Christopher Reeves. Mm hmm. Bar none. Absolutely. And to have had to have had him and, and, and even to the point where he whether it just be him quelling the fans outcry for it or not, the fact that Cavill has been like, yo man, if there's something worth like he's even said in interviews that there's plenty of stories that he would like to tell a Superman. Yeah uh and and i I wholeheartedly agree,
3: yeah, uh, so like
1: all all of this all kind of coming out around the same time gives me a lot of hope that that Zaslov is going to try to put d c e u back on the fast track, lucky enough, flash hasn't been released yet, so that if there is something in that that's going to change things catastrophically, they can fix it before it comes out um. And it, it, it on biz, in terms of business, it makes sense for them to do this uh, because that's what the fans wanted. And it was the most watched thing on HBO Max for, for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. And from a fan service point of view, let him finish what he started. And if they want to continue on with it after that, then fine. If they want to redo it and do it a different way after that, then fine. Uh, But at least let him finish what, let Snyder finish what he started. And I love the, I love the actors that they got. I love Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Yep I don't have a, I don't have a problem with her as Wonder Woman. It's the stories that I have a problem with. I think that having Momoa as Aquaman, as unexpected as that is, is perfect. Yeah, Um, it's, it surprised me as well, man. Yeah. Uh, Affleck as Batman, phenomenal. Uh, warehouse I mean, scene saying yeah horror. yeah flash i what mean it's not our fault like, that he got weird so
2: like i mean dude the minute he throws that grenade back and it blows up and the fucking score kicks in yeah that's just a moment of perfection very few films get yeah um oh, where was i getting with it though Oh, yeah. I mean, and and here's here's something, too, like on a business level as well. If we were to keep, or if they were to keep, some remnant of the Zack Snyder timeline going, Mm -hmm. you already have a stage set. Yes. Because at the end of Snyder Cut, we got to remember that any movie that's going on right now, You don't have to reference Darkseid. You don't have to do anything. Because if anyone who has taken the time to watch the Snyder Cut, we're all aware Darkseid's on his way. Yeah, He even goes so far, they even go so far as to ride it to where it's like we're going to use the old way. We're going to use spaceships. Yeah. So he's just, as far as the DC continuity where it stands right now, Earth shit's happening, Darkseid's on his way. And you yeah. can run with that in a million different directions and you have a goalpost to work towards.
1: Yeah. So Snyder could come back in 10 years and finish his justice league story.
2: Like, and and at that point, like I really, I really hope that black Adam works and, and and is a hit.
3: Yeah.
2: I really want, I really want this win for the rock. I want it. I want him to finally have a role in his catalog where it's, you're going to be remembered as this guy. Yeah. Like you're not going to be top casted, but to, you know, for Robert Downey Jr. He's Iron Man, Henry Cavill. He's Superman. The rock. Yeah. He's fucking black Adam. Yeah. Like I want that to be him. I really do. Cause uh, I mean, cause what, what we've seen trailer wise of this, the footage looks, looks like it's a, a silly goose time, man.
1: Yeah. Right. But, but yeah, I just, I wanted to put those three together because I was trying to keep the movie news and stuff, but the implications that this in and of itself has for something that we've championed for, for, for as long as the podcast has existed. And, and outside the bubble too, I would say. Like, it's not like we're part of this Restore the
2: Snyderverse community where we go hop on some fucking Discord and spew the same shit to one another. You know, like, yeah, we've we've been really you know gunning for this for a long time and seeing the community of 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 just just superhero fans in general seeing people slowly be like you know what snyder was on to something and seeing them kind of you know us all finally coalesce into like you know what we should have let the story play the fuck out, you know?
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) Instead
2: of turning it into this jumbled mess where people just can't, like people took what they didn't like and fucking just threw as much dirt and shade on it as possible in more ways. than Like people criticize that Martha scene so goddamn bad and it is not that bad of a scene. No, not at all. It it really isn't, man. Like, no, like it's it's the lamest shit ever, but then you'll see some other stupid fucking movie pull a far worse trope, and nobody bats an eye. It's like, yeah. give me a break, man! Come on, what are, like,
1: yeah,
3: like for are, are, sure. are,
2: are we are we rubbing our dicks on the wall or something? Like, what the hell's happening?
1: All the all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the last piece of news that I wanted to throw up here was Charlie Cox has just won particular comment about daredevil born again so of course i had to click on this to see what he had to say so he had a conversation with gq and cox was asked if he is looking for anything new in his upcoming experience with daredevil born again while cox decided not to offer to not 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 to offer any details uh detailed insight but gave a slight input that he thought he could use while playing hell kitchens devil again this is what he had to say I guess what I would say is hopefully on the Disney Plus show, Born Again, we will be able to use, and I hope that we do it sparingly. I believe it should be used sparingly, but we'll hopefully be able to use a tiny bit more CGI in the action sequences, just to emphasize his gymnastic abilities that have been basically impossible to do.
2: Well, I mean, we got to see that in She-Hulk, and I'm totally down with that.
3: Yeah, like, I the think... way it
2: showed him zipping around the roof, like, going down lower and lower and lower and all that. Like, yeah, yeah, like, just just use it as a season. Yeah, man. I'm... Yeah.
1: I'm fine with that, and, like, it's cool that he's that in tune with the character where he's like, look, you can't do this. Like, a person can't do this, but guess who can? Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Well, it's
2: almost like, it's almost like he nodded and winked and was like, hey, treat me like Spider-Man a little bit.
1: Yeah. And that's okay. It's okay to go that far with. it. You know what I'm saying? So like, yes. Well, I'm,
2: well, I mean, one of the one of the coolest parts uh, of his appearance in, in Daredevil, we were talking about last week. I love that brief moment where he kind of gave She Hulk the rundown of his skill set. Like, I, yeah. I can hear the heartbeats. Uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. And like I've I've always said so several times over, that's one of my favorite parts of the the original Daredevil comic, was how the narrator you know, or, or himself would explain how his powers are working. Like, you know, he would be like, I know that he's using a nine millimeter blah, blah, blah pistol because the yeah. air shift this like, it's just crazy shit. But you're like, in the context of the story, you're like, yeah, it makes sense. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah. Well, and this is one thing too, like whenever we got the Aflac version of it, they did a pretty heavy amount of CG work with the way that his echolocation works.
2: Oh yeah, where you like he could like whenever it rained he could yeah. kind of went all matrix code for him.
1: Yeah. And then on um one episode, one episode of Daredevil, it shows him looking at um that chick, can't think of what her name is, but you see her outline in fire. He says he sees everything in fire. And I thought that that was so visually interesting, but they never did it again. And I would love for them to use a little, like a little bit of CGI to show that, to show him being able to pinpoint some of these things. They don't have to do it every time that there's an encounter. They don't have to do it, but just him being stealthy, old sneaky Pringle Daredevil over here. You know what I it mean? It would
2: be it would be cool or visually cool to have a moment where you know we the audience have seen like we've seen what Daredevil's going to be up against. but he hasn't yet. And we just have this really crazy visual moment where, you know, he's seeing, he's seeing this massive fucking villain or like Kingpin. Yeah. Just this this hulking mass of a person or thing in front of him. And, and he has that brief like, Oh fuck. But he's like, I'm going to fucking fight it anyway.
3: (laughs) You know? Yeah. But yeah,
1: I want to, to throw that in there because dude I'm I'm really looking forward to same to Daredevil two same.
2: years. They like Netflix completely saved that character, that IP man. And yeah, Daredevil's right. a really fucking cool character too, man. Yeah. So it's cool that our boy Murdoch's getting some love. Yeah right.
1: More love for Murdoch. I mean he got he got love alright. Yeah right.
2: Oh, oh, he got some. Of, he got some of that shussy. <laughs>
1: <The> sh- <laughs>
2: hey, hey! If if anyone's been listening long enough, we know how Griffin blurs words together. Y'all know what I'm saying.
1: I mean, she put that fucking wop on him, dude. Some of that. She gave him a wop. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> that was. <laughs> That's what it was.
2: That was. But no, for real though. I I mean, honestly, they could do whatever they want to at this point because they've already adapted some of my favorite or my favorite parts of, of Daredevil in general. Yeah. And that was the uh the Daredevil Punisher crossover story and stuff. The uh as a like as a fan of those characters, like the whole the whole exchange with them on the rooftop, man. Like yeah. as a fan, I was like thank you marvel thanks for like i I like knowing that scene exists in live action and
0: yeah
1: and barenthal though you know
2: oh dude he's like you and i it's either (laughs) it's either either thomas jane or Barenthal, man there can't be another frank castle yeah right sorry dolph lundgren they might belong in the 80s
1: they might bring fucking thomas jane back in the multiverse dude
2: well, dude, I'll, 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 I always wanted him to come back. I even really loved that little short film they did called uh, "Dirty Laundry."
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Where it's just Punisher washing his fucking clothes. Yeah, but like he sees he stops those people from from mugging that woman. He take he go he, he goes and buys a bottle of whiskey. And beats the fucking piss out of those goons, man. Yeah. And then just brandishes a skull shirt and you're like, fuck yeah, I want more of that for some reason. You know?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Uh
2: I I I completely forgot about this little tidbit, speaking of the Thomas Jane Punisher. But did you guys ever read or, or see or realize that the scene where he's fighting Kevin Nash? In the, the the in in that Punisher film, when he stabs him, did you know that's real?
1: No, holy shit, no.
2: That's a real scene, and that is a genuine reaction from Kevin Nash being stabbed in the chest. Didn't fucking God, wince on. or break anything. Well, it it was a classic prop fuck up. They were supposed to have a a foe one that you know obviously when he stabs him, you know it goes he in goes, or what yeah. have you, you know. No man. So he got not only stabbed with a knife, but a blunt one too, man.
1: (laughs) Like the force that you have to have to stick that in somebody's body.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And and the the sheer fucking level of thresh the the sheer threshold of pain you've got to have to not even wince at that.
1: Yeah. Oh he 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 looked
2: at it and he looked at him. And then, and apparently because Thomas Jane felt bad, uh, there's a scene where either he gets punched or he gets thrown or something like that. Uh, Jane optioned. He said, look, man, since that, that happened, you can do whatever the fuck you want in this scene to me, dude. If you want to hit me as hard as you fucking can, like, 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 eye for an eye, man. Like, you know, he felt bad. (laughs) <laughs> so apparently, the scene where he throws Thomas Jane across the fucking room that's real too.
0: <laughs> and they kept it.
2: <laughs> like, there, there's two legitimate, real people getting fucked up scenes <laughs> in that Punisher movie. I, need and to go I back never
3: watched that. Yeah, I yeah. Had, uh, and Kevin
0: no, Hart's got a cool story. I almost said a daredevil one time uh, <laughs> Gather Round. Right.
2: But yeah I, that, that that blew my fucking mind man. Which oh, I think that this. which I think the Thomas Jane Punisher movie I think I think it deserves to be revisited in a way man like Shit.
1: let's put it in it's the It's been leads.
2: a very long time since I've watched it but yeah yeah you know I I remember I enjoyed the fuck out of it
4: though like it was a damn good movie. Yeah. Well, we got a little trailer action here. Yeah, since uh, they're not, you know,
0: Rob Schneider's movie here is not going to get a lot of love because of his uh, political views. I figured we'd oh. it. Oh, he likes keeping money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's check it. In it too. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. It's coming to a theater near you on nine thirty
4: shit I
0: think
4: that's okay Happen.
0: yeah, for sure, yeah, haven't heard of it, have you
4: no, no, not at all. Let's check it out. All oh, I'm, three, I'm interested. to play. you can do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Including Arizona. <laughs> 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 huh. Damn. Oh, rich people. Oh, God. He's going to fuck everything up. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's Deuce Bigelow. Yeah. Without the fucking, right?
4: Yeah. Without the fucking, dude. Look. <laughs> 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 You still got it, man. I mean, it don't look bad, dude. It looks funny. i check it out. And I'm going to go to his YouTube channel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we finally get a fucking trailer for Creed 3.
2: I'm going to say this came out of nowhere.
1: I need to watch the other two. I haven't watched them yet. I haven't seen them either.
2: I watched uh, the very first one.
1: Might have to... Uh... Yeah, There's this...
2: I think it's in the trailer, but there's this whole part where Rocky and the uh, Russian... Yeah. Kind of have a stare down for a second, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: And the Russian goes, my boy is going to break your boy. <laughs> <And> it's, <laughs> it's, it's, okay. it's laughable, but it's, you know... But it was still... I will say, wasn't the Rocky movie I was expecting, but it was still a good movie. Michael Hell B. Jordan yeah. plays a good Apollo Creed Jr. You know.
1: Yeah. Hell, let's check it out. This got fucking Jonathan. Say, look majors at the cast in it. here. Yeah. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right, three, two, one, play.
4: Assassin's Creed Three. I mean. Yeah. In the animus. Living other lives. Uh Oh. I gotta be my own man now. You wanna steal some shit from Wakanda? Long enough. Oh, he's gonna box. Then I found the I found the building at the end of time. Like, did he narc him out? I mean, he went to jail, but he didn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's gonna train him up, and he's, he's gonna have to fight. He's him. gonna be the. He's gonna be the aggressive creed. See, they're getting into it. Yeah. That's what happened. But this motherfucker on steroids, dude. Yeah. Nah, you don't just get that big. I'm kind of down to watch him in a boxer movie, though. Yeah, right. That's pulling me in. Uh, Polar plunge. I just could play Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I see God, but I don't fear death. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan's directing it? Yeah. Okay. I'm interested. All right. Yeah, the only thing you do with it, you 3. I eat me
1: burritos, though I gotta pass gas. So is this
0: a remake?
2: I... If it ain't got crew cut, it ain't, I'm not wasting I my time. I don't know
0: if it's... It is Warner Brothers, so.
2: I just remember, I can't remember which house party it is, but they're in jail, and they start rapping, and the guy's like, something, something. I got a sign on my butt that says, do not enter.
0: I know it's got (laughs) Snoop Dogg in it.
3: (laughs) I just remember that
2: shit. Oh, this has got Snoop Dogg? I do believe Snoop's in it. So it's not that house party.
0: I, I think it might be, dude. It's it's the reboot we about to find out let's see alright 3 play I
4: didn't even think about that when I dropped it we'll know if we see kid and play yeah right snakes on a plane that was uh Debo's little buddy on Friday (laughs) when they get out of jail yeah Debo Debo That's exactly what he would say. (laughs) It's got Friday written all over it. Oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> mm. what could go wrong you know yeah right it's Sanfino oh, by the way Mm -hmm. (sighs) (laughs) that was him I was kidding play with the bald I mean, head with the weird hair? Yeah. It was him. Got Gator in it. <laughs> it was like a reboot, remake. Damn, okay. It's written by two guys that worked on Atlanta. Oh.
1: I got brothers in Atlanta.
4: <clears throat> the bastard son
1: that, and the devil himself. I thought the devil was the bastard
3: son. What? I, mean, Ooh. I
2: didn't I didn't know we were venturing out into indie bands.
3: Yeah, right.
1: It's alright, dude. They're going tour with the dead south constantly, dude. Oh
2: shit, man. Open and act,
4: bro. Open and act.
1: This is Netflix. What's this about?
4: All right, three, two, one, play. Running. Just the pre-trailer. It's about running. Oh, for sure. Huh? What? what the fuck just happened? They got pulled apart. I mean, the sequel to Raised by Wolves looks weird, y'all. <laughs> oh. Nothing but ashes. Okay. there has got to be a series, right? I want him as the doctor suddenly? Yeah, it's a series. You're a fucking why? No, only Michael Shannon can do that. Uh huh. It wakes up. How much did we have for drink last night? About two parts too many. Yeah, enough. <laughs> A lot going on. Yeah, right. I'll i watch the pilot. The they devil. <sighs> You blow it, you blow it, isn't it? (laughs) Okay. Roba-dubba-dubba. Spirited? I don't know nothing about this. Okay. I noticed
2: it's an Apple TV production. Once again, an honorable mention. Severance is worth the checkout.
1: Comments are disabled. They always do that. They don't like it. Apple does? Yeah. Like it out of respect for fucking,
3: no comment. Yeah, no. Com-
4: you bloody cunts You right. can't have all your apples. All right, three, two, one, play. Guessing it's a Christmas movie, or the the sequel to Sin City. We didn't know we needed it. Wow, those two? (laughs) Let's go. Oh, shit. Fucking screws with Ryan Reynolds, dude. I'm down.
2: Because I bet they're going to do a good job of making him a total fucking asshole and then
4: propelling him on this journey is going to be... It's going to be a good Christmas movie, dude. Yeah. I'm about to... Yeah, give it to me. Yeah, man. Yeah. That looks pretty good.
2: I think that'll be our uh, werewolf by night of the holiday season, I think.
1: Shit, I hope so. Hope there's just as much blood. (laughs) I mean
2: uh, har har my Dave.
1: Oh, we got our Bollywood? (laughs) Yeah.
2: This is the one I I had in there last week. I, I I just I just want you guys to know that. Deciding to throw in a Bollywood trailer has been the greatest decision we've ever made. I live for this shit now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: These trailers, man. There's this one's pretty ridiculous. I mean, they all I mean, are, but oh yeah, are they as ridiculous as that dude riding in, kick back on a motorcycle,
0: texting, <laughs> No. Let's check it out. Three,
3: two, yeah. one, play.
4: And what kills me is these cinematographers are not bad. Look at this mustache. Holy yeah, right. shit. Hick. Hahaha. Shh. The pageantry. A ride. Right. Goddamn puts Alabama to shame. The story was long winded.
0: He just kept
4: going. Is this 300? It is 300. Look. Damn. (laughs) Look look at this. It is bullet time. It's 300. There's always that dude leaping to do a downward slash with the sword. I was almost certain that was it. They're like, nope. There's more. <laughs> oh, and oh. it ain't even come out yet. This is like new, new. We got to check. Have y'all ever seen this movie?
0: Head
1: of the,
3: Head family? Of the family.
0: Have y'all ever heard of it oh, or seen it? This man. was something I stumbled across and was like, "Oh, what?" Mm, I don't think so,
1: but I've seen a lot of shit, so. But probably. Have not. you
4: ever seen that thing sitting in that chair?
1: Uh, I mean, it
0: looks. I feel kind like of I've familiar. seen something
2: make reference to it.
0: Yeah, possibly that.
2: Anyway, oh, yeah, let's watch this. I'm intrigued.
0: All right, three, two, one, play. <laughs> Upset the head and you're dead.
3: This is 96, <laughs> so this yeah. is
0: prime over the top.
2: Oh, this is coming off the hills of dead alive and shit.
0: The picture of that fucking head doesn't do it justice. Wait till you see it in the, in the thing. i would never I'm heard of that.
2: Al- I'm podlocked already
4: for it. If y'all I are. was like, it's Halloween. In a town Ooh. full of secrets. I die, I die, I to... People are disappearing. <laughs> Just bang that dude's head on that truck like Oh shit. What the fuck?
3: Here and we in go. This
4: house... Oh, shit. Yeah. Look at that thing. Okay. I want to watch this yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, I was saying I'm <laughs> going to track it down probably
2: yeah, whether only... we watch it or
0: not. Um I was looking up something about another horror movie, like an old movie, and in yeah. Google Images cuz I was looking for something from that movie and I saw that head sitting in that chair like from the movie and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Clicked on it, you know. <laughs> yeah. just was somewhere where you could buy it. And I
4: was like, "Whoa, wait a minute. What is this shit?" That's fucking crazy. Terrifier two, the sequel. I've seen
0: this is getting a lot of buzz because apparently they like shot like a low budget. The first one was real low budget. Yeah, they have enough of a following and made enough to go back and make another one. Like hell yeah, yeah. I've seen I've
2: seen I've is. seen where the first one has got, got a it's got a bit of a cult following.
4: Yeah. Let's see what it's about here. Three, two, one, play. (laughs) Yeah, he's out there. snake Oh so it's like over the top like Yeah I like how they're leaning into that, like, old. Yeah. Slash Terrifier 2. The joke's on you. Damn. Man, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Okay. Doctor, okay. doctor, Back in loving you. Oh, so it's already dropped. That's cool.
0: Yeah, I might have to peep the first one and see.
4: Yeah, see if it's What's worth it. Alive. Yeah. Halloween ends. I'm excited. To That's see how we're going to end
0: our Halloween this month.
4: So uh, uh, I went ahead and watched it. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, ugly, pre star. Thanos. That's all I'm gonna say.
1: Josh Brolin shows up? <laughs> no, 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 no. No,
2: it's no, I'm trying to be as vague as possible, but <laughs> Thanos.
1: It's like Lou Ellen. what have you got yourself into? <laughs>
2: um or better yet, I'll steal a quote from your book, Griffin.
4: Decisions were made. Mm. Okay. Okay. All
2: right. I, I, I'm interested to see where all how all three of us break this movie down. Because yeah. I feel like I, I might know where the trajectory will go. But, you know, who knows? I don't have a crystal ball.
1: I might have to pull a swap board out then. Well, I feel like we'll, we'll definitely
2: be doing some some what ifs from it, you know. Yeah. Uh I can definitely s- s- see that coming. Well, I did
1: uh, say that uh David Gordon Green got offered and I think he accepted as the director for the Exorcist reboot, remake, reimagining, whatever. So, that's well, interesting.
2: i w- I do want to forewarn y'all. Very different from Halloween kills.
1: I figured that
2: uh, and I mean that in terms of like, Halloween Kills is just a bloodbath from start to finish.
1: Yeah, it's over the top on purpose. Like,
2: not so much with this. Yeah, like that. We we get our we get. I mean, just as you probably are expecting, we get our Mike, Michael Meyer kills. But it's not what you think. Right. And I'll leave and... it at that.
1: That's. I mean, I expected it to be weak because people were bitching about Halloween kills, and I was like, "Look, man, it's like they took it over the top on purpose." That
2: was. Well, that was hid. I mean? Well, I, I I saw it as now that now that I've watched ends. You look at it. Look at it through this lens, or this is a possible lens that you might want to pull out and look look at look at the film through when you're done. The first Halloween is absolutely Laurie Strode's movie
3: Mm mm-hmm
2: halloween kills is michael myers film Mm mm-hmm halloween ends is this weird amalgamation of both okay which
4: sounds sounds like it makes sense but like i said decisions were made all right I'm excited to check it out. We got that. We
1: got a next episode of Andor and (laughs) yeah.
3: Yeah, man. It's
2: going to be cool. Y'all got another episode of Andor. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll, I'll play catch up. I mean, I guess the
0: checks on the mail.